Welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2021 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. This year, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to glamawards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be able to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends family, enemies, hell, even tail your dog groomer, the kids from the high school marching band, and your unattainably hot roomie. Vote now before the voting window closes. And I repeat, tell everyone! And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaternow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. To do or not to do, that is the question. Jeff introduced a big twist while the castaways reminded us that this is, in fact, still real life. It was an iconic episode of Survivor 41, and we're going to talk all about it. Joining me on this journey is Miss Felicia and Isaac Butler. Hello! Hey there. Hello. Welcome back, Miss Felicia, to the Survivor podcast. Isaac, welcome to the podcast uh, for the first time ever. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course, um, listeners, I'm going to be nice and give a plug. Isaac is also a Glam nominee this year in the podcast category. Um, go listen to his podcast and and uh, Adriana Trento, who's been on countless times as well. Um, how does it feel to be a Glam nominee? Um, it's just as surprising as the first time. Uh, and I can't wait to lose to uh, Drag Race Girl again. You know, yeah, really excited. So much fun. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, Ms. Ms. Or to Felicia, you, or to you. Listen, I don't. I'm. It will take a say, miracle. It will take a miracle. Too. It is literally, Miss Felicia. How does it feel to not be a Glam Award nominee? It feels great. You know, I've been grinding very hard, not doing any shows and drag. So you know, I'm so upset I wasn't nominated. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's an honor to not be nominated as much as it is an honor to be nominated. So, you know, best of luck to both of you. Thanks. Yeah, it's going to be a party. There's going to be people there. I'm going to wear clothes. What's what's better? It's going to be a great night. But we're not here to talk about the Glam Awards. No, no. We are here to talk about Survivor. Now, Miss Felicia, we've heard your journey into the world of Survivor. Isaac, how did you get into Survivor? When did you begin watching? I watched on and off uh, as a kid, and then... Uh, when I finished college, I got really into the online reality gaming community online. Me too. <laughs> started playing games. Uh, the last Survivor game I played was a um, loved one season. 60 people and me and Adriana were a loved one's pair and she got fourth and I won. Oh, so, ooh, kind of wow. I didn't about know Ad- Adriana did orgs. That's fine. She doesn't anymore. Not after that one. <laughs> one and done. <laughs> Is she bitter? Is she bitter? Um, you should ask her that. <laughs> I will. Adrian, I'm going to ask you that question. Do you have a crown? You should wear a crown on your podcast now. I don't have a crown, but every time I say that, I want she reminds me that had she made it to uh, Final Tribal Council, she would have won, which is true, but she didn't. But so, did she yeah. make it to Final Tribal? Exactly. She, <laughs> she did not. Well, then she, flopped in final, she flopped in the uh, fire making challenge. So Oof, that'll Ooh. do it. That'll do it. That's now, do you, do you have a favorite season, a favorite castaway? Um, what, what draws you into the show? Um, if I had to say my favorite season, it would probably be either China or, uh, Kageyan. And my okay. favorite survivor We're going to get along hand- well. It's fine. It's perfect. Great. Yeah. My favorite survivor is hands down Courtney Yates. Like, oh, she's <laughs> lovely. Put her on my, I put her on my screen for fucking ever. I am obsessed with her. Her and, uh, uh, Sydney from, um, not this Sydney, but from, uh, Korong. Mm-hmm. That's like my number one. Like, want to see her play again? Yeah. She's on the challenge, wasn't she? No, that was Michaela. No, Never mind. Michaela. No, that was yeah. Michaela. No, um, yeah, I, 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 China's my ultimate number one. I am a like, if I were going to play Todd as the play gameplay, I'm going to emulate. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. I'm I, I feel like a lot of um, queer people love Todd Herzog. Like, that's the game we want to all play. So I'm here for it. And China was just a really special season. Um, yeah. This season, 
Are we still dropping the four, keeping the one? Are we? Is it forty-one? What are we doing here? I. This episode was very strange, but um, very important. I don't know about dropping the four, keeping the one. At this point, it seems pretty like a standard season of Survivor, maybe with a, a few more twists. Mm-hmm. But without without any of the stupid bullshit twists that none of which have been good, uh, it's high tier. But with the twist, it's like, like low mid tier for me. I agree. Like I, um, I, like I've said many times in the podcast, Jeff was just so bored in quarantine. He's like, I have all these ideas and threw it at the board and said, we're doing it next time we can. And then he got there. He's like, we're doing it all. And they're like, but that's not survivor. He's like, I don't care. I'm in charge. <laughs> they need um, to stick to listening to Tyler Perry and see his twist ideas. Cause those ones work. <laughs> yeah. Well, Let's dive into this episode. It is the blind side is done. Now it's time to find out why. Liana is ready to go and hear why Danny and Deshaun did what they did. She gets in their face and she's like, trust, trust, trust. And I'm left out of the vote. Um, So as I call them, the D&D misogyny factory are going to be like, no, it wasn't our plan. It was Ricard's plan. They tell her they were in the minority. And she's like, we cannibalized herself. Meanwhile, in the shelter, Ricard and his new pals were like, we move from the bottom to the top. After all the kicking and fighting, Xander was like part of a plan to take out Shan. He's in an alliance now. All right. So where do you both stand? Was this a good move? Was this a bad move? Are, are, are the boys just um, really just mad that they're not in charge? What happened here? Definitely a good move. Shan was too strong. And if they didn't get her out any later, they wouldn't have been able to. And they needed to. Like, that's what needed to happen for like the season not to be the most predictable, most obvious winner. Um, I think it was the right move. Obviously, Danny and Deshaun are butthurt because they didn't get into the move and now they have a a alliance member who's out. Um, But yeah, no, I I think it was the right move, definitely. Shan was a very strong player and props to her. But, you know, sometimes we play too hard in the beginning and it comes back to bite us in the butt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think for the season as a whole, as like a story, this is a great move for like cracking the storyline open. So it's not just watching Shan send someone home every week. Um, But I don't think it was a good move for Danny or Deshaun to jump the gun and send home their alliance number and put themselves into a minority because like jumping ahead, but without this twist, Deshaun goes home this episode. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I really think, um, I know I'm I'm being a little harsh and I know one of my friends still wants to yell at me every time I call it, but I call it the misogyny, D&D misogyny factory because they are really butthurt that it was not only a woman who came up with this plan, it was a gay man who came up with this plan. They did not come up with this plan and, and they only did this because they were not in charge. Shan was in charge of both of them and they could not handle that. Um, and this is, I mean, you've already said it, this is a pattern for especially Deshaun. Every single time a woman has come to Deshaun in this game at the plan, not only has he not wanted to do that plan, but he immediately tries to vote them out every yep. single time. Yep. Every single time. Well, Liana continues to go off, reminds them, hey, guess what? Xander still has an idol. What are you going to do about that, boys? Um, well, Xander and his new friends will stick together with whatever twists come as he has an idol and an extra vote still. Xander is sitting pretty and literally just can sit there pretty because he's yeah he's pretty and he's sitting pretty (laughs) so perfect well there's nothing like having the sting at being in the bottom says xander um is this the closest confirmation that we're going to get that he's a bottom i feel like whatever the sex is it'll be lazy with him i feel like he's one of those that just lays there and doesn't do anything i'm okay with that i i want (laughs) i want so badly He's so all cool. yours. He's so hot. I like him too. Except I'm worried about that little brown spot on his cheek that keeps on getting bigger and bigger. I'm like, I hope they check for cancer when you finish these shows <laughs> because that started out not there. That's and true. it's been getting worse and worse every episode. Well, Xander has oh a confessional saying that he's in charge of a final four. And I was like, oh no, is that the kiss of death confessional? Are we going to lose Xander in this episode? But no, everything's fine. Deshaun is mad about the bomb that Shan left, that he was a snake, but he's like, I'm pissed at Ricard because you were closer with Shan and you were her number one ally and you didn't get called a snake. I want to point something out real quick before we move on past that. Yeah. I think it's way worse to be for them to, for Shan to say like, you're my, you're who I'm voting for than for 
like a person who got voted out to be like, this person's a snake. Like no one's going to be like, Ooh, like Deshaun must be a snake because Shan got sent home and she's mad. It's like, yeah, like everyone knows that everyone's voting for each or is like voting against each other, but it's much more of a kiss of death to, for a jury member to tell someone that like you have my vote to the whole group. I, I agree. percent. I agree. But th- when your name is Deshaun and you're so butthurt about it, and then you call out Ricard about it, you fucked it over. You, if you said nothing, oh, right. Ricard's no, the target, absolutely. but now you look like absolutely. an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, I Deshaun rather than... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think Deshaun's reaction here shows that had uh, his original tribe not been safe every single week, he probably would have gone home a lot sooner than Holy. he would have this episode. Because he just can't handle pressure or emotion at all. Bully. Well, he can't keep it to himself. He's going to call out Ricard about this. And Ricard is like, from where I'm standing, they knew they were gunning for each other as they had an honest conversation about it. And the fact that there was a plan to vote him out, she knew she was going to get um, rushed to him and get rid of her. And it was the only way to save his game. Um, Ricard is glad that Deshaun is taking all the heat off of him. But I also want to note that as he's getting attacked, Ricard is just so cool, calm, collected. And he's like, yeah. I can have a conversation with you, even though you're coming at me. And I'm like, I wish I had that power. I can't. I, mean, I either so break it- down or I go right back at you. It's so important to be able to like stay level-headed in these types of games when like people are confronting you. Like, because mm-hmm. being the calm, collected person means that people can't put anything on you later on when like you can easily be like, Deshaun was flipping out. I don't know where he's thinking. And that's an easy way to get someone out. Whereas like being level-headed and cool when people are confronting you is a good way to try and stay safe, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially well, when Deshaun... he didn't even do anything. Yeah. Right. Like, Ricard, just <laughs> yeah. Sat, Ricard just like sat there and let Shan say nice things about him. And Deshaun's like, how fucking dare she say that about you? Not me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Deshaun's still whining. Ricard's like... He only voted her because, like, you got him for her. But congrats, man, on your million-dollar vote. You're a top dog. I'm a snake. Ricard is going to say what everyone else is thinking. Deshaun is emotional and blames other people. And in his eyes, Shan is at fault for calling him a snake and ruining his game. He can't take ownership that he is all over the place, can't commit to one person, and doesn't know what direction to go to have a good game. I haven't really been a big Ricard fan, but I was like, okay, you're really saying what I want to say. So thank you for sharing my opinion finally. Ricard's definitely grown on me in the like the last. I feel like once the episodes started getting good, I started liking Ricard more. Yeah. Well, it is the next day. Ricard is still cool, calm, collected like a cucumber, and he tells Deshaun that he's coming off as paranoid and tells him to chill out. And Deshaun is like, "I wasn't coming at you. I was just processing why she didn't call out other the other two people." He says, "My way of processing is by coming at you." Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun thought that calling out Ricard would cause everyone to want to put a target on him. Unfortunately, he came off as a dick, so no shit, it didn't work out. Now, Deshaun's now going to try to get Liana back and tells her that he will not write her name down. Like, he does the classic, don't even tell me how to spell your name bit. And Liana says she knows people will lie, and it hurts when it's from someone you trust. He just smashed her beautiful picture of her and Shan. She wants him out, and he is a snake, and she will get her revenge. Ooh. When was the last time we heard the um don't even tell me how to spell your name bit? That it's been like since like the early seasons. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a while. It's definitely been a minute. All I remember is was it Keith writing like some weird nickname and then and then Jeff is like, who is bubble gum? It was Den- it was Denver Diva. <laughs> yeah, Denver right. Diva. Yes. Oh Denver god, like, that's Denver Diva. <laughs> um yeah, Thailand. We're not gonna talk about Thailand. No, ever. no, no, ever. Mm-mm. Well, we get our first really emotional backstory moment from Danny here as he shares that this day marks 25 years since he lost his father. Uh. He died in a car accident when he was eight. He tries to keep himself busy on this day, but he can't hide from it. And he tells Deshaun why he might seem off. He shares that he was angry at his dad and he kept wondering why his dad wasn't Superman and survived. He said he would get jealous and mad at every Father's Day and every football game because he wasn't there. When he, would, when he would say that he wanted to make his mom proud or his family proud, it would be leaving him out. Being on the island has allowed him to reflect about how he really feels and is going to release the anger toward his dad over something he could not control. He will visit his grave more often, talk to his mom about him more, and just apologize because he's a man now. 
look what Survivor does to you. It can change you. It can. Um, I thought this was really interesting moment to hear from Danny because it what took eleven episodes before we really got any significant <laughs> um, backstory on Danny. But um, what what did you both think about this uh, moment with him and Deshaun? So it's really touching to me. I lost my mother um, less than a week, less than a month ago. Um, so I connect deeply with the mm-hmm. feeling of like regret and having things that were like unfinished. And like going out there to like play for him. Um, so I really, it touched me. I shed a tear. Yeah. Um, go Danny. I'm yeah. ha- so happy for the growth, you know? Absolutely. It was growth. My first reaction was Danny is either going to win immunity or he is going home tonight. It, because yep. we have, like you said, we haven't no heard story from line. in, in yeah, weeks. Now. And all of a sudden he's talking about his dead dad. And I'm like, well, this is it. Yeah, I it fully was drag was like, oh, race going home for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I w- I was really convinced this was his time. Um, and yeah, it's it's hard for me because I have formed such a negative opinion on him as a character. But it is what makes this show so special is there are people who are playing these games. They are humans with real stories. And yeah, sometimes it will take the hearing the story to pull out the okay let me put my dislike aside and remember they're out there for a reason. So I, I did see some growth from him. Um, do I want him to win? No, still no, just go home. I'm done. We are going to head over to the immunity challenge where Jeffy is going to break that fourth wall again. He warns us that the players are going to be facing a very dangerous twist that will force them to make a big decision based on where they stand in the game. Even participating in the challenge might have a deadly risk. I hate it. I hate it. Stop breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, like, don't talk to me, Jeff. Like, don't. Yeah. At least then, it was something like, it was good information. Like, I remember the one time it was like, we're going into tribal council. Like, we're going to see where the lines lie and somebody's going home. And it's like, yeah, like, we 40, know. 41 seasons, <laughs> we know how it works. Right. So the players are going to come in and greet Jeff. And is Erica the first piece person to, like, ever greet Jeff going to a challenge? Because they made it, like, a really Can't special be. moment. Can't be. I feel weird. like I feel like Heather complained that she wasn't getting an edit. And they're like, well, we're not going to give Ooh. you screen time, but we'll, we'll let you say hi to Jeff. We'll let that <laughs> happen. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah so heather did it too and jeff says hello to heather and i was like i'm surprised you even know her name good for you it's her winner edit Mastermind. oh my god <laughs> L- listen we are getting closer to the end if she could still come away with it if you really hate i think she i think with. she's definitely getting to the end at this point heather she, oh she's I definitely think she has she no has, chance of not making the final three she has a must like, see at final <laughs> there's three. a new twist where like anyone whose name is heather gets sent home <laughs> In this challenge, they will use handles to balance the ball on a wooden um, colander. At intervals, they will add more cylinders to make it more difficult. If the ball drops, they are out. Uh, Jeff reveals there is going to be a twist to the challenge. The first person to drop out of the challenge will be forced to participate in a new game called Survivor, Do or Die. At Tribal, the person will participate in a deadly game of chance. If you survive, you are in the six and they vote someone out. If they die, they are gone and there is no vote. So basically Jeff is like, no, this is drop the four season. I need a twist in this portion of the game. And this is what I came up with. Here's my take. It's a unique twist, but I really think if they did it a week earlier, it would have been better because doing it in the final seven vote is a huge, huge, huge vote. And I think the twist could have potentially impacted the entire course of the rest of the game. So I'm not sure I like this twist. I think it really could have fucked up the entirety of the game if it went to the wrong person. Um, because again, that final seven vote is really the make or break of the rest of the season, and he almost eliminated it completely. Um, I, I, I'll go go ahead, go um, I didn't hate this this um, twist. It wasn't my least favorite. I liked the fact that you have a choice to like sit out and not have to deal with it, um, and I liked that like all the terms of the twist were like given before like yeah. anything happens. Other than that, and like, eh, you know, <laughs> especially with a challenge like this, where like wind, like a gust of wind can like knock you out and it sure. kind of has nothing to do with what you did. So that's sketchy, but you know, I don't honestly mind this, this twist too bad. 
Uh, a little bit of a tangent here. Survivor Blood versus Water is not my favorite season, but one of my favorite things about that season is when Jeff introduced the idol clue twist and the entire cast just says, no, fuck your they all twist give it up. And, yeah. and burns it. I wish that everyone would have sat out. Just yeah, to, that's like, what, I was like, what would happen Jeff if everyone and sat make out? his head explode? Then everybody just goes to tribal council with no immunity. Yeah, well, but the twist no, the doesn't one, happen because it's stupid. What would have happened was you'd hear um, six people or seven people sit out, and then the eighth person like, actually, I'm gonna play, and they automatically win immunity. Um, and or Jeff person... would like sweeten the deal. He'd right, be like, he would always sweeten the deal. This, <laughs> but yeah, I, I for me, I think it was the the final seven vote issue. That's what really bothered me because that vote is so so important and because we are it's not a season where there's like voting blocks of like two two what whatever yeah there are only two alliances there is there, there, like there, is, there is a line in the them. sand yeah. and it really could have um broken everything open and but i guess you gotta I, yeah go ahead i was okay with like the overall idea of like you have you're going to have to play a game to stay alive uh i liked the concept hated the game but i liked huh? the concept of like uh like you versus yourself sort of situation. And I was hoping for something much more exciting and in-depth than what we actually got. Absolutely. Well, Jeff's going to give them two rocks. They can either sit out the challenge, play immunity. Which would you select? I'm sitting out. Um, I've done balancing challenges very similar to this. And I'm like, ooh, this is my like bread and butter. I'd be great at it. And there is a good chance that I would be fine at this challenge. But still the fact that you could be the first one out and that like fucks over your whole thing or you can be safe and like fight it out verbally during like tribal council like you have that option to like get your name off the block if it's there but sitting out just seems like a way better decision because the chances of you winning if you don't win then you're just basically in the same position you're at if you hadn't set out but if you got out first you go home you know Isaac, what are you gonna do for me, it depends on what side of the uh, tribe I'm on. If I'm in the majority, I'm going to say out. If I'm in the minority, I'm definitely playing. Yep. I was I was shocked that Liana sat out. Yeah, so Heather, Liana yeah. sit out. Erica, Xander, Ricard, Danny, and Deshaun will play. I think I would probably sit out because I don't think I would do well at this challenge. This is one where I'm like, my hands shake normally, so I don't think I would do well. But literally, the challenge gets underway, and within moments, Deshaun is out. Seconds. He is Seconds. going to play... Just do or die. Three seconds. But I you clapped. could, you could see Liana's face. She wanted to cheer so badly, but she couldn't. Um, and meanwhile, when Deshaun sits on the bench, I'm not kidding. He pouts. He pouted. He pouted like a little fucking baby. But because he is. Because I would have too. Fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> the bugs are flying all over. It is hot. The round is over. Two more sections are added. The next round, off to the races, and they all make it to the next round. It, Except for Erica, who drops with three seconds left to go. Poor girl. Poor girl. Can't catch a break. Nope. <laughs> so our final section starts, and we got Danny, Xander, and Ricard. The editing made it very intense battle, but I'm sure if you were there sitting on that bench, you'd be yawning. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I would hate this. I would be like, can you just put like an umbrella over us? Can we just not be here? Do we have to sit and watch? One thing I wanted to point out was the grips. Some people were doing overhand, some uh-huh. were doing under. Dan, uh, n- eh, Xander and Ricard mm-hmm. were overhand. both doing under. And then for the last round, they switched to over. And right. then Danny switched to underhand. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that had anything to do with anything. I mean, it probably does. I feel like you want to switch it up just because like, it, uh, you are using the different muscles. muscles yeah. Um, but I feel like I would have a better, stronger grip if it was overhand, personally. I think under for me, because you're like, you're supporting it, not holding it up. Fair. I don't know. That's fair. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I don't know. We haven't been on Survivor yet, so we, yeah. don't, we, haven't, we haven't gotten to do it. <laughs> I would do under because you can tuck your elbows into your side for more support. That's true. That is true. That is very true. Okay. Well, suddenly Ricard drops, Xander drops a second later, and Danny wins. Um... I, I maybe I'm defending Xander, but I was like, did he think that it was over, or did he actually just drop right after? Because um, that was just way too coincidental that they both dropped, or did he throw it? Yeah, I was wondering something about that too. I've noticed Xander throwing challenges in the past, normally reward challenges. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was last week when 
he had the lead in the water and then for some he like just started walking like maybe he was tired but it seemed like he was throwing it for me maybe he's doing that again now but i don't see why he would do that at this point yeah that's it felt weird it was like why why did you just drop immediately after you didn't even give danny a fight because like dude kind of needs a resume he needs something to happen listen he does but he also has the resume of of you he has all the made... advantages. Yeah, he's like, oh, you didn't need the. I haven't flushed out my idol yet. I still got it. People. He was like the threat. For, yeah, like, the because first no one cares. Everyone yeah. knows about all of his shit, and no one cares. But I mean, that's on them. That's on them, not him. He can still totally use that at the end as like a point. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is going to be. I mean, listen, Xander could say that against Heather, and he automatically wins. So it really depends who you're sitting with. True. True. Well, it is a triumphant day for Danny. He finally gets a good confessional. I guess we're being groomed to care about him a little more. But Jeff reminds us that they will still need to prepare for a vote because if Danny lives, Deshaun lives, someone needs to be voted out. Right. After arriving back at camp, Danny has asked Deshaun if he's excited to be the first person in Survivor history to do the do or die. And Deshaun has made it a first. But the more he thought about it, the more he's realized it's just like a free slot to be on Game Changers too. Oh. Yep. God, I went I there. I... Uh, Him and Erica automatic slots game changers too because they had fucking twists. <laughs> yeah, I uh, guess so. Not that like wrong. Erica had a choice, you know. <laughs> or or Deshaun really. None of them did. None of them. Nope. Well, D and D misogyny factory are off on their own talking about what they spoke about, stepping up, and one of the D's failed in seconds. But Danny wanted to make his dad proud, and he just did that. With Tribal coming out and Deshaun possibly being safe, they decide they need to get Ricard out. He could win immunity, so he has to go. Danny talks to Xander about getting out Ricard, and Xander does see him as the biggest threat, but when he speaks to Danny, but when Xander sees Ricard as one of his own, he's like, I don't really think that Ricard is the next target. That's okay. Xander is going to say the alternative is Liana and Danny, and Danny's like, it makes sense, but no, because she's done nothing. We, we can keep Liana. She's fine. She's good. No, because she's got the jury votes. Why would you yeah, keep her I mean, around? She definitely has Shan's. Whether she said Ricard or not, she has Shan's vote. She got Shan's vote. She might have Evie and um, Tiffany. And Tiffany. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows about know. this year? I think she's only got Shan's. I, I think, think she only has Shan's at this as, point, too. Yeah. I think everybody else just saw her as Shan's number two. Like Shan's mm-hmm. little lackey that did whatever she wanted. That's fair. Xander acts like he's going along with it, but he trusts Ricard more than Liana as she has lied to his face more than he can count. Um, I was like, please stop making him look dumb. Why are we making him feel like he's being eliminated right now? Please stop this, editors. Erica's going to talk to Xander about should we do Liana or go after Ricard? They know they could beat them. Um, but as Xander says, he's just, he's really good at stuff. Xander, Z- I... Ricard is so good. Like every mm-hmm. challenge, he's been gr- like the only good one. Stuff. He's good at stuff. He's yeah. really good at stuff. Mm-hmm. For Erica, Liana voted for her and she has no allegiance to her. If she keeps Ricard, he is the biggest threat to win the game. Erica knows if she doesn't take the shot now, though, Ricard could easily run away with them. Ricard chats with Xander and he tells them that Danny and Deshaun are targeting him. Ricard knows that he and Xander won't go home as long as Erica and Heather stick with them. And Heather's like, perfect. That's tell me what to do i don't know how to play this game great thank you <laughs> xander knows that eric is squirmish that she doesn't know what will cost her the game so ricard can do the math and knows four is more than three and should be safe but erica is going to be the swing vote who thought erica would be the swing vote again here's my question about this whole planning danny only went up to xander from the other group right he's mm-hmm. Xander's what, the only from, from what, what we, we saw. shown yeah so are we meant to are we supposed to think that Danny was like, hey, like, rally your troops to get out Xander? Or, like, was he just expecting to get him out with four votes? Like, I don't know. I'm really not sure what their game plan was, because based, again, what we saw, it really felt very weak. But I I have to believe that they at least tried to approach the two girls. Either maybe, yeah, maybe, right. Erica, I don't know. Or they're really that stupid and, and just didn't play. <laughs> Well, I don't know. we don't know <laughs> we don't know Deshaun has Liana and is like okay if you hear anything it's totally not true so like I would a thousand percent never write your name down and Danny wants Ricard 
She's going to be worried that if both Danny and Deshaun are safe, she is the easy vote. She might have to play the shot in the dark. So she's feeling a bit scared. Listen, Deshaun, first saying, like, don't tell me how to write your name down. Next, he's like, if you hear anything, it's not true. How do you trust him? The With second that, if you hear, if you, if you hear your name, don't worry. Like, that's the minute you start to worry. Or you need to start to worry, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he is so don't messy. tell people if their names are going to be written down or not. Like, don't. <laughs> the thing well, is, in this scenario, I because Deshaun is locked in this, you're either going home or you're safe situation, I would trust him a bit more. Because mm-hmm. he's either not going to be here or he's going to be here and his name isn't going to be able to be put down on a piece of paper. So yeah. there's no reason why he should write my name down at all. So now I trust him a bit more. Yeah. But before, like, no, fuck that dude. Yeah. So Eric is the swing vote. She knows that there is an obvious move. If you're still watching at home, but being in the game, it's not so easy to know what to do. There are relationships. There's trust. She's going to have to make her own decision. And she's just hoping there was another fucking... Um, hourglass to smash to make things go back (laughs) all right we're gonna go to tribal and it's like about 20 minutes left in the episode and i was like oh yeah he's totally safe there's gonna be a belt this is obviously how it's gonna work but no 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 but also they talk for 20 minutes before knowing if they're voting or not yeah we got some really good moments here so Mm -hmm. shan is sitting in her seat and once again we are denied a jury entrance and i just wanted i wanted to see her glare at them she looked really good though i have to say she looked great hair her skin looked so smooth she was pissed she was pissed (laughs) yeah but that was stank face well jeff reminds Deshaun that he will be playing do or die and the jury is like what die bitch die they all wanted to die (laughs) um Liana is asked about the twist, which was all about relationships. And if you didn't need to play, you could sit out, could sit out. She does not feel comfortable in her relationships, but explains her statistics in individual immunity challenges have not been as hot. So she didn't want to risk going out first. Okay. I understand that. I, I, I understand that too. Sure. And that was Heather's argument too, but she throws the jury under the bus by saying the people she normally beats are on the jury. Heather said that? Uh-huh. She said all the people that I normally outlast in challenges just are sitting on the jury right now. What are you I doing, think lady? What she, what she was trying to say was like, I don't stand a chance against the people that are left. But instead she was like, <laughs> hey jury, my name's Heather. Y'all I know you suck. Paid any attention to me, but also like fuck you. Stupid. It was I was like, oh my God, this this she is the gift that keeps on not giving. Um Xander says, you want to believe that every tribal is about relationships, but you have to worry about advantages and twists. He says that this is the kind of season that throws out all the survivor expectations. It's a gamble game. Danny's going to feel good about his friend might go home, but like it's going to make him sad if it does happen. But you got to put your name on your plan and hope for the best. So Jeff is going to tell us that this is the last night for the shot in the dark. Did we know this? I didn't know that until you just said that i didn't know that either (laughs) nope okay uh so basically it was used once by sydney jeff let's retire the twist it didn't work go away no more she's the only person who used it not another only person who used it genie used it and if she had not used it she probably would have stayed yeah genie was going to use it ultimately did not so right retire the twist didn't work end the story but yeah i don't what when did we know this why didn't we why weren't we told Maybe they said at the very beginning, like, it's good until the last seven. I don't remember that, though. No one else seemed really, like, shocked by it either. So no. Yeah. Like, they must have known, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. I guess the editors just forgot to let us know. So much for Cause... keeping us in the loop this season. <laughs> right? So much for breaking that fourth wall. Let us know when the twist ends, Jeff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Erica doesn't want Deshaun to really die, but, like, if he doesn't, like, die-die and someone plays their shot in the dark, it could change everything. And Erica has a love-hate relationship with this game, and today is one of those hate days. Jeff loves hearing her answer as if the game isn't pushing you there, but then you're, you're, you're also having, like, an adventure of the lifetime. Deshaun gets a chance to talk, and he is going to go back it up a little bit and we're going to be in for a big life moment on survivor he shares that after shan went home he and ricard had a discussion about morals and gameplay and he wanted the truth he may have seemed like an aggressive guy but he's not that so that's why he went ahead and played in immunity ricard elaborates that there was talk that he would be voted out he was told by shan that deshaun's plan was to get him out 
And so they are going to try to flip the boat to get Deshaun out. Deshaun is like, you can confirm that was Shan's plan so I can be validated why I'm not a douche. Ricard does say that it's true. The conversation that they had was not to divide them and create a line. Deshaun believes him. Deshaun says he is passionate about the game and passionate about the decision they had to make in the last tribal council. He says a lot of the minority players put in a lot of work to diversify this cast. So he came into it and wanted to make sure he respected the black community as well as possible. He starts to break down. Liana grabs his shoulders to console him. He says Shan is like a sister and the gameplay and morals intersected and it was really hard. Were you ready for what was continuing to come? Did you expect this to be a conversation at tribal council on survivor? Um, Honestly, yes, but I think it was a bad idea game-wise. Um, they completely left Erica out of the whole conversation. Like, yes, it was about the Black players, but they were also talking about the minorities. And even mm-hmm. Jeff, like, went over and spoke to all the Black people. And then he even went to the white people and were like, what do you think about this? Erica didn't, at least from what we saw, didn't get a single, mm-hmm. get to say a single thing. Whereas she's, like, the only Asian, not this season, but left in the game. Um, and they, here's the thing. They need her vote right now. Like they need at least two votes to get out Ricard, the black people. Um, and then they just like, we're like, oh, like we're such a bond. Like we're such a close knit bond. And yes, that's might be true. And yes, there is like a, a, there's a communal feeling you get. Um, and whether you want to like go into the game and like play with all the black people or not, that's your decision. It's a good way to get an easy alliance, but they need more votes than the three they have at this moment. And they just showed Erica, they don't see me as the minorities. So whatever I do on from this point on, I'm not going to be part of their like end game. Like they're a strong three and mm-hmm. I'm not part of that. So it's like, why should I vote with you to get Ricard, who is a number that I have out when I'm not being included in this moment. Okay. Interesting. What's your take on it? I don't know. I I think this is a moment where the game kind of stopped and Mm -hmm. it was just a moment of reflection. But the game Uh, never stops. The game never stops. (laughs) I also don't think that it would be fair for them to speak on any experience that isn't their own. They're not. No, absolutely. Absolutely. They're allowed. And Liana said like what, what Liana said was the season is 50% POC. And then she Mm -hmm. talked about the black experience within that. If Erica wants to talk about the Asian experience, she's welcome to. And maybe she did, but the show didn't show it because Erica's not going home yet. And Liana that's, is going that's home. That's a fair point. We didn't see the whole tribal. But I, mean, I, it, I just it, personally didn't like that they had a whole conversation about the minorities. And yes, like a Black person's experience is going to be different than an Asian person's experience. I'm not saying all minorities are the same or that means they all have to work together. But tribal council is a bit of a show and like it is a way to get like the pl- to solidify the plans you want to yeah. make at tribal council and this, appeasing this, Erica would have been vital to that. This, this is definitely one of those episodes where if we got like a two hour episode, I'd be totally fine with it because I, I want, I, I think there is more of a conversation. I think there is like, this was where you, if you have Paramount plus get the extra footage of it. Like this was, is a, there, is there extra footage on Paramount? Plus? I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't think I don't is. know. All <laughs> I'm watching the Paramount plus right now is queen of the universe. Um, <laughs> God, that bumper stuck in my head. But um, no, I, I do think the game did take a pause. It did really make um, uh, a, a moment to really reflect. As Deshaun says, he loves the game. There is extra baggage you bring into the game. And it's a blessing to have such a diverse cast. And he didn't think he'd have this decision or moment that would be this hard. He has been playing the game with the information he had was given. And it was the toughest thing he had to do. So Liana is going to affirm that there is more to the game when it comes to the culture. She says that everywhere she goes, she is goes as a black woman. She goes as a black woman first. It doesn't matter if she's a student at Georgetown or that she has an amazing internship next summer. They just see her as a black woman. They are coming out of 2020 and that being black means something and it has currency that can literally kill you. Black death isn't a new thing, but playing this game like this is giving black people something to root for aside from everything that's out there killing them. The cast is, as we said, 50% POC. She's playing with another black woman who looks like her. The fan base is watching them get to meet them and understand the blackness is not a monolith. They are all black in all types. They don't want to want to just have an all black alliance and throw a strategy out the window. They want to play the game too. 
they don't want to do both at the same time and factor in the game. So I do want to note that we do need to remember our survivor history. And while it was a really stupid, terrible twist, there, there, there was a season when we did have um, a cast that was more than 50% POC um, because it was originally divided by cultural race. lines. Yeah. And race. Well, there have so been two was, seasons. Right, and they did that, it the next but... season after with Fiji yeah. because they thought they were going to do it again and realized, no, that was bad. Um, so like it's been there, but I think because of how they presented it that season, it, it was like a giving caveat, it, you know? Yeah, we're not giving it the same kind of... Um, moment uh so again i think as survivor historians we should just be aware it was there but again looking at this show and this moment in 2020 is very important i don't know the exact time they went out for filming but there there was a lot going on in 2020 there 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 was uh, in, in 2021 um i'm not sure if there was a verdict yet on george floyd um so of course it's going to weigh very heavy on them um they filmed from uh, april to may 2021 there you go danny states that coming into this game it wasn't about all black people going to the end it was about showing the connections and diversity and hopefully people will be able to talk to each other how they do danny tells us sean that he appreciates his explanation and that he thinks he and shan will be able to talk and have an in-depth conversation and they can all come to an explanation and move forward from this i hope they show that in ponderosa videos when that time comes Please show us that. Yeah. Now, Xander, the 20-year-old kid who is growing up before our eyes, is crying. Uh, Let's roast the white kid who is learning about life in this moment. He's playing the game, and when you take it out and make it a real-world thing, it's powerful. He says he doesn't represent a people, so I guess that means he's not gay. Uh, But he does carry (laughs) a burden with him. He admits that he is a person who comes from privilege, He respects the people who are representing people and trying to show the positive ways that they can be represented in their culture. It does go beyond the game. Danny says the statement was really important as they do have allies in the outside world who care about them and how they feel and justice they want. Danny respects Xander as a man. The cast can be called on as allies for they are there for any type of cause. All of them... (laughs) <laughs> i know well i yeah i know it was a general Heather being like i didn't even realize that y'all were <laughs> yeah, she did i i didn't know you guys experienced <laughs> different things i was like what <laughs> girl um well we'll get there but um i think this was a really interesting powerful moment for xander again i'm not i like i i i will say it's a GameStop moment and not read into a potential edit for xander but i mean if you are i, I don't know what his outside life is like but if you're a 20 year old kid just l- growing up and learning about this in Survivor, that that must have been a very overwhelming, powerful moment for him. And to then hear what he says, okay, maybe he's a little more mature than we're giving him credit for. Yeah, I think he's playing so- a somewhat Fabio game. Like, no, Fabio was dumb. Yeah, but Sanders like, he's a little like, smarter. But he's yes, playing the I game of a, of a Fabio. Mm-hmm. I think he's putting it on a little bit. I mean, I I don't know him either. That's fair. But- he hasn't done anything that's like st- he's dumb, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's so. fair. That's fair. What's your take on Xander in this moment? Um, I will acknowledge that he is doing the bare minimum that a white mm-hmm. person should do. Fully. This is not a like hero moment for me. This is like mm-hmm. a, oh, you're just like a functioning human being. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Like, good job. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Heather's perspective is that we're growing and learning and she had no idea it was a conflict. It breaks her heart to Sean was carrying it with him. She says that she doesn't understand and she is grateful that he shared this because it shows she has more to learn and more questions to ask. And Sean thanks her for her words. Um, I don't Heather know. doesn't understand. That's an understatement. I think what right. she doesn't understand or what she didn't realize was a thing was like the struggle of voting out another black person or like somebody you relate to so much i think that's what she was talking about as opposed to like the whole struggle of like <laughs> of people of color i would hope that's <laughs> what she was talking about but i don't again i don't know her life outside of this game but i could right i could see her being someone who lives in a world where she has no minority friends i could do when shan, yeah. was, when shan did her one word for every person left in the game and she got to have that the word was ignorant so 
maybe maybe that's what it is i don't know (laughs) um i mean there are a lot of people who have come out of this game being heather haters so they're either helping her out here or we're just not seeing what's going on they're just they're just hiding the edit they're just hiding her masterminds how she's Uh, run the whole season how she's gonna get (laughs) every single Heather is getting the winners edit (laughs) Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. liana says that something hard for viewers is that they just want to watch survivor and why the real elements are jumping in so those people she understands but they are human beings and the game is more complex this is why this is one of the greatest social experiments in the world um again i i'm here for these moments i'm here for the teaching moments um i know we've had some teaching moments that have been a lot um more negative um jeff arner um we still haven't really recovered from that um but i think this was an important moment uh i will say i hope it's not used for emmy bait because that would be unfortunate but uh i i think in this sense we are moving into a new world of survivor Mm-hmm. Gameplay wise, no, we're, we're still old Survivor. We, we got, we're, we're staying still there. All right, Jeff offers that Survivor is about this. What happens when you force people to live in a real jungle and rely on each other? It's amazing, and it's a special group. But he don't care about them no more. It's time for do or die. There are three do or die boxes. One of the boxes has a fire symbol, which represents life. Two have skulls, and that means he is dead. I mean, gone. It's a 33% chance. Um, do or die. I fully went into this being like it's a 50-50 game here. I thought it was going to be 50-52. Yeah, this um, is do or die or die. Right. <laughs> Can I point something out real quick, though? Yeah. Um, I think it was subconsciously, but Jeff totally pointed to which He said, you have a do, you have a box with the do, and then you have two boxes with the die. And he literally pointed at the one that was the do when he said it and then he pointed at the two that didn't like watch it back as i did okay i'm going to it's a fist over the right box for do and then two fingers over the two boxes for don't so not jeff (laughs) fucking up his own twist (laughs) or or he didn't want the sean gone i'm so sick of this man you don't know you don't know (laughs) oh god all right well um, his heart has told him to choose number one, and Jeff is like, "Let's open the first. Let's open the other boxes first. And Come like, on, what? deal or no deal. <laughs> what are we gonna do here? Uh, Howie Mandel's never gonna do Survivor. Jeff is like, "You want to keep the box or trade the, for the other box?" And Deshaun's like, "Keep the box." And I was like, "Oh my god, there are four minutes left in this episode. He is so safe. It's the flame. It's time to vote." Jeff returns with the urn and reads the votes. No one's playing an idol. No. So it's five votes for Liana, three votes for Ricard. Liana is leaving with seven players and eight votes. That means Xander used his extra vote to ensure it would be at least a tie, but trust was there. The underdogs used the majority to knock Liana out and Shan shakes her head. She is not happy. Was this the right move? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was like, they should have done Danny, but he was safe. Um, yeah, no, I I think Liana was definitely the best move for at least the the minority four. Yeah. Or no, they're not the minority anymore. They were like on the bottom for so long now. <laughs> they're just like on the bottom still, but they they're the majority now. Yeah, I think it was they it was the only move that they had. Um yeah. because then you break it down back to three three, and that's not gonna help you there. Um, got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Oh, I wanted to know: Do oh, we ahead. think Xander needed to use that extra vote? I mean, obviously not. Yeah, I, I do, do. You think it was a good move for him to use it. I do, I only think... because I, yeah, he wasn't sure about Erica. True, true. And mm-hmm. now he has one less advantage for people to worry about. I guess. Sure. So that also I makes it clear. That also makes it clear to Erica, though, that Xander is still not sure about her, and moving into as things start to tighten up here, she might be willing to flip to somebody that might trust her a bit more. I don't know why. Whenever Erica breathes, people are like, she's so Everyone's like, she's shady. so shady. She's like, so fucking she's shady. She's a snake. snake. <laughs> like, she's literally just... <laughs> she's she's like just living. sitting there on the beach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I w- what I will say is if Xander does get any heat from Erica, he could easily go to Danny and Deshaun and be like, you two want to stay another week? Let's all vote out Erica. And Erica's gone. Um, so there is a little bit of a safe point for Xander here. 
Um, but it's going to be interesting. It's really going to be interesting think, to see what moves. I don't think next. Erica. Well, I can't speak for Erica, but I personally wouldn't like distrust him because he like used a extra vote. Yeah, especially I mean, if it's and, like the and, way that I'm voting too. You know, and in Erica's mind, maybe she thinks that what that his lack of maybe trust she was thought someone Heather else. or Ricard yeah. was going to so, do something crazy. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you it's not know. so much that I don't trust Xander; it's that I know Xander doesn't trust me. And just right. having that information. And let's be honest, there we don't know what's happened with the other idols. They could still be out in the wild. We don't yeah, know where s- they are. We see in the preview that Danny goes looking for one. So right. Mm. So again, they needed that extra vote in there. So I understand the 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 need for it. Um, and again, you want to burn it as soon as possible. And Xander took a long time to burn it. But speaking of burning, burning questions. What is Liana's legacy? I think Uh-oh. prior to this tribal council, it was misplaying the biggest advantage in Survivor history. Mm-hmm. But I think oh, yeah. after this tribal council, it will be her um, speech that she made. I think that's what people Bully. remember her for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the misplayed advantage. I was going to say that like acne on her cheek, but that's me. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> She's in wow. Fiji. <laughs> wow. True. But like um, you look at everyone's skin and it's all so beautiful. I'm like, you've been sweating nonstop for like days and haven't showered and you look gorgeous. And I don't get it. And then between Liana and Xander, you're really coming for I, their I'm skin. Call me the dermatologist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, um, no, but yeah. definitely, definitely that misplayed idol steal thing. I, I fully agree. I think that is going to be a game changer moment because it did change the game. Um, but I, I do feel after this episode, we will definitely probably hear from her again if she wants to come back. Um, but I said it yes. last week also, I, if I were Liana and Shan, I would say, can we not do the same season, please? Because if you <laughs> play like, together, let's you, coordinate. Yeah, right. no, like, if you out. play together, you're both fucked. So just saying, ladies, come back on different seasons because I want yeah. I want I would like to see Liana's growth and I would like to see Shan if she can figure out how to play a little better because you played so perfect i loved her anyway yeah same. next episode who's in danger girl um ricard xander and erica well i don't know i feel like ricard and xander are just always going to be in danger for the rest of the season and then erica's just like always in danger because apparently she's like so shady and like such a game beast <laughs> in the other players eyes but then like also danny and deshaun are in trouble too so everyone except for heather not heather not, not heather, heather. <laughs> um uh, yeah go ahead isaac i I have, I have a theory too i i think definitely ricard is in trouble if he does not win immunity because now everybody wants him out um i think erica is always going to be the person that they split votes on uh that's just been her role and i think that uh needs to get his shit together or else he's in trouble too i think because we got that little um preview of the hidden immunity idol that maybe that thing's gonna be found which i'm not thrilled about um it's late in the game yeah i don't want either of those two to get it either so not sure how i feel but i think um we're gonna have an idol out someone's gonna get idled out We'll That'd be interesting. That'd be fun. Oh, I think we lost. Isaac, are you still there? Oh, there he is. Oh, there you go. Sorry, Wi-Fi crashed. You're good. Out. No, you're good. Um, after 11 episodes, the winner of this of the season is Xander. Okay. Or Ricard. Or Ricard. Okay. 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 Who are you going with? Erica. Okay. I um I don't fucking know anymore. Last week I was like Xander, and I'm like, I no, no. Um I don't know. It's not Danny, it's not Deshaun. I it, no, it has to be Xander or Erica. That's stupid. This season sucks. Let's be real. I, it's Heather. Yes, correct. <laughs> I was just saying who I thought was gonna get second. Uh, right exactly (laughs) 
I really, yeah. I really do think it's Erica though, because I feel like even though she hasn't really done anything, the characters on the show keep saying she's doing all this right. shit. I and agree they with you be on saying that. that unless she had a reason to like need that in her edit. So let, I want to, since we're here, let's talk about it. It's we know that Heather is going to be sitting there and there's no way Heather will beat Erica there. Who is the second person she's sitting next to for her to win? Deshaun or Xander. That's fair. I, um, I honestly, I honestly do not see Xander getting the votes. I do not. Yeah, I mean, it will be really interesting. I think Evie kind of has to give uh, Xander a vote just because uh, Xander she? gave. He I, was I think, so good to Evie. I think, like, I think uh, he they're going to have so much to. to save that girl. Um, I don't see that. See, that's what hard. It's hard. And then you have Tiffany, who I don't think has a relationship with um, either Heather or Erica at all, really, uh, because basically when Erica was um, on. Uh, uh, the smash island um and then tiffany just left so she, i think they didn't really can, get much time. i think if xander can play his advantage well the the his immunity idol like successfully and he can make it to the end he can definitely win mm-hmm. and i will say the other thing why i think it, it could definitely lean toward erica is we did get that one clip from shan saying it's 2021 and a woman could win so not a bad thing i would be here for it uh, it'll and be that's, how, that's how I think Tiffany will vote on a jury when yeah. it comes to people that she doesn't know. That's fair. I see um, that too. Yeah. And just since we're talking about projecting it, what's Heather going to say to the jury? She'll be like, I was so, so out of my league. Like I came here not knowing anything about survival and I lasted however many days it is now, 29 days or whatever. And she'll, yeah, she'll she, say something. She had her. I... She had her alliance with Erica that like was so strong, and like no one saw her as a threat, even yeah, though she I... was the biggest threat. And she was able to eliminate all the people who were worse than her in the challenge. I don't know. <laughs> I think she'll say something to the effect of, "I did a lot better than I thought I would." Yeah, right. She'll be like, "I've been applying for this show for twenty years. I've still got my visor on because I think it's two thousand two. God, how did we get this far with her? How did this happen? Don't know. It, ha- it has to be someone. I mean, is this how we play that... now? Do we have to play so shittily that we we're so invisible? That's the thing, though. Like, if I were on this tribe, I would be targeting Heather because she's in my seat. Yeah. Like, if she, like, if she, as long as she's in the game, there's only two seats available. Yeah, that's true. Wild, wild. This game is crazy. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got coming up to plug? Isaac, you go first. Okay. Well, obviously, I'm not a social media maven, so they're all different names. Facebook, <laughs> Isaac Butler. Instagram, everyone's favorite Isaac with underscores. Twitter, Isaac D. Butler. And any projects in Venmo? Uh, Venmo is at pontoon, like the boat, one, two, three. Uh, I know, they're all fucking different. <laughs> and uh, you can find uh, the My Wig podcast with me and Adriana Trenta on wherever you listen to podcasts, Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, where on there recapping your favorite uh, TV shows and Drag Race. Amazing. And Miss Felicia, what about you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at T Grunin. That's T G R U N I N. That's my boy Instagram. My girl Instagram is Miss Felicia. That's at M I S S F E L L A T I A. I am on Venmo at T Grunin. Yeah, nothing really to plug besides that. You have some cycling going on. Oh yeah, come take my class. I'm a psych- I'm a cycling instructor. Cycle Bar, New York, come through. It's a fun time. I thought you were going to say I'm a psychic. <laughs> that too. Hey, listen, I listen. You signing up for my class. There you go. Well, it was so much fun having you both on the podcast. Thank you both for being here and talking through this episode with me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. The biggest thanks to Isaac and Miss Felicia for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Sister, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question line. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.